Hi, this is Martin from the band Domecraft, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. Ladies and gentlemen, hi there. Welcome to episode eighty-one point B. <laughs> I am Brian. I am Clint. And uh, take two on episode eighty-one. Here we go. <laughs> Off to a hot start. Yeah. In the background, it is an artist who's hopefully going to show up here. Yes. Minute. Hopefully, uh, go, it, uh, we. Uh, I don't know. Should we go into that? So, anyway, the, the song is "Seeds" from Domcraft. Dom the, uh, the title track off their upcoming album due out April 30. Um, it is fucking good, man. How would you know? I would know because I have been listening to it a lot in the past, what, three weeks since uh, good old Jad sent it to us. It is, it, it's, I mean, it's the Doom type thing, but it's got a different energy, and I, I really enjoy it. It's, uh, it's really fucking good. Um, Newsflash. Sweden is good. Sweden has a lot of good things going on. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. We've mentioned it a couple of times. Do you want to like half-ass explain the point B? <laughs> yeah. We recorded an intro for a show featuring a little-known guitarist by the name of... Kenneth Hickey? Kenneth. Victoria. Of, of Typo, Negative, and Silver King fame. And uh, we got stiffed, man. And then we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Sat there for an hour looking at each other. Wait for old Kenny to call. And uh, never called us. Never called. So, Kenny, we still love you. We do. But Kenny hasn't looked at the message and in, in a month not, is not going to hear this either. <laughs> Anyways, um, Brian, what you listen to? More and more Horndle. No, nope, no, nope, oh, that's, that's me. Sure. That's me. Sure. Well, I was listening to Horndle too. Oh, oh good. Good, no, good, good. No fucking PJ, that's for sure. Um, how about you let me read mine? The DVNE is it? Is that supposed to be a word? I don't know. Is it doom? Is it divine? I don't know. No, I don't know. That's just good. Yeah. It's good. It's just good. Musically, it's really good. The yeah. vocals kind of here and there don't do it justice, but uh, what don't, else? Tell, don't tell them we said that. Oh, Deftones' new album. Have you heard that? I've, I've heard that, yeah. It's good. Yep, yep, I was yep. listening to that the other day. Sub so DMX, rest in peace. Uh, I did love him back in the day. He is a rock star in my, in my mind. That song with uh, Marilyn Manson. I love Good how um, I can't remember which site it was, but like all the metal websites posted things about that 
That's why I loved him, man. He was so dark. It was your regular fucking hip hop. You, I, right. I loved it. You know, it's fucking DMX. Yeah. Uh, but all the comments and all these things are people going nuts about how is this metal news? Why is this on it? <laughs> Shut up, Shut man. Shut the fuck up. Calm yeah, down. Elitist motherfuckers. Even it's Christmas. Uh, as Brian may have already alluded to, I have been listening to a fucking ton of Horndel and a fucking ton of the new Domcraft, uh, as well as... I wish we were doing reviews still, because that Horndel was tasty. Oh, man. That, uh, yes. Uh, we may have them on here soon, and we'll tell them we think as much. Uh, I've also, as he's tried to tell you for me, been listening to some Pearl Jam, and I may have driven over here with uh, SCP's Purple CD in the CD player, cranked up way too loud, like it was 1990 fucking four, and I enjoyed every damn second of it, singing at the top of my fucking lungs like anybody should hear me singing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, other than that, lots of Domcraft and Horned, lots of Sweden with the. Where are they from? Oh, they're from Sweden. Yeah, they're from Sweden too. And that Greenleaf, Greenleaf's been on repeat here lately for me as well. They're from Sweden as well. What the fuck is going on in Sweden, man? Your boy Ola's got something coming out. <laughs> they're still locked down, I think, pretty tough. So they're all just cranking shit out. Just cranking out the tune. Yeah. Um, the, uh, this is the part in the show where we tell you to be an alcoholic. Or maybe not an alcoholic, but a uh, lush, maybe? I don't know. We want, we want you to drink some good booze, is what I'm getting around to saying. here. Get you some mead from Brimminghorn. The, uh, the website is BrimminghornMeadery.com. Those words are all spelled just the way it sounds like they should be. And if you use the code EPITOMEAD, E-P-I-T-O-M-E-A-D, you'll get 10% off. I don't know if they'll ship to Sweden, but I know they'll ship to most of the continental U.S., so get you some delicious, delicious meat. All right, so we're going to have on at least one Martin. At least one Martin from Domcraft. He is the vocals and bassist for Domcraft, yeah. the front man, if you will. I fucking love his vocals, too, man. They sound all... anyway. But we're not sure if there will be another one. So this is our wishy-washy intro to at least one Martin and maybe one or two other guys. We this, don't know. Yeah, this is our intro to the Domcraft conversation. Brian, you want to dial some Swedish numbers? I don't know how to do that. I could do German. It's close enough. Und, zwei, drei. Ring. And he sure. answered. On the horn, we've got Martin of Domcraft. Clear from the weathery region of Sweden. <laughs> Martin, yep. how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, how are you guys? We are not too bad. We are we're not too bad, all things considered. Um, we uh we we've made our Sunday morning a little bit better. We we sat here and listened to a good chunk of the new album before we got on the phone with you. And uh, gotta say, man, congrats on putting together another hell of a record. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Um, but that's what we were listening to. I'm always curious, what are you listening to? What am I listening to? I think the last thing I listened to was an old Fleetwood Mac album. Like yesterday or, yeah, yesterday night I listened to some Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> That's nice. basically all I've been listening to. I've got family and kids, so, you know, there's other things that sort of occupy the, like, audio space. Yeah, the audio space. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, we uh, we should also note here that Martin, I'm I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name because I'm sure to screw that up. <laughs> um, but Martin plays the bass and is the vocals for Domcraft, and um, 
You know what? I lied. I am going to take a swing at it. I'm going to go with Wegland. Yeah, that's close enough. I mean, you can actually, it's Vegeland or Ve, it's Vegeland yeah. if you're over here, but right. uh, yeah. oh, every interpretation of that is good. Right. I, I, I'm liable to have a stroke if I try to do the, the accent. <laughs> um, so in the uh, in the press release for the upcoming album Seeds, uh, out April 30, it sounds like not only did you guys have to borrow an air conditioner to escape a heat wave, but uh, maybe part of it was recorded live. We're we're pretty interested in how it was recorded, especially if it was recorded live. That seems cool. Yeah, basically, I mean, recording live in this instance means that we all do all our takes together. Uh, we don't start with drums and then add bass or whatever. So we just uh, rig a room and sort of try to isolate all the amps and then run through the song a couple of times. And that's the basis. That's basically the foundation of the song. And there, sometimes there's an, some guitar overdub or you correct a mistake or whatever. And of course, vocals come later. But basically, we've done all by playing together. It's all recorded by us playing together. That's fucking cool, man. Not a lot of people do that anymore. Did you do that in the past albums, or is this something new for the new one? No, we've always done that. Oh, okay. That's, there's a couple of reasons to why we have to do it that way. Uh, one of them being that we are you always uh, short on time. We just have a couple of days to get everything done. And it's also that uh, I don't think we could perform as well if we would do, like... Uh, individual takes we need to be together in a room because there's some slight like room for improvisation also in the songs so they can be like the first take could be like 20 seconds longer than the second or whatever that's uh that's that's pretty interesting man yeah that it's in in the digital world there's not a lot of stuff done like that anymore right that's uh that's really no, cool. I, th I think it's pretty pretty many band in this genre that do it at least over here all the studios we come to have been sort of almost suggesting that we do that uh but but then also we only go to the studios that have a good live room so you could you could probably do this in a basement or whatever but then you wouldn't be able to do it as a band yeah huh well um going into recording uh what was the what was the writing process right like for the uh, for this album, uh, I think actually we wrote pretty much of the album in late '19. Actually, uh, so we had like I think when when the pandemic struck, most of the album, most of the songs were already written. So what the pandemic gave us was just some sort of space <laughs> to actually to rehearse the tracks before entering the studio make them sort of finalize them because i mean the restrictions over here at that time wasn't that strict we could still sort of meet up if, as long as we kept the distance and we have a pretty big practice space so that didn't i mean the pandemic didn't really affect our ability to get the songs ready well thank god for that huh? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good, good news in there <laughs> right are there any uh, what, any lyrical themes or anything like that on this? Well, it's sort of this vague theme of the album that is um, uh, to. I mean, we usually dabble in post-apocalyptic stuff uh, with the previous albums. It's all been about like natural disasters and 
just surviving after a catastrophe. Well, 2020 but, was uh, the right year to do that, huh? Yeah, so we gave it up. <laughs> we did something <laughs> else this time. Gave it up. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, we felt that even before we everything with COVID happened, it seemed like doing this fictional post-apocalyptic apocalyptic stuff was sort of felt jaded because we're also, if you look at how people behave and like the tensions of the world, it's almost like we're already there in reality. Mm. Uh, so we tried to do something that had a slightly positive note this time. So it's basically about sort of getting to grips with what is important and starting anew. Nice. Does that, uh, how does that work with the, uh, the trippy ass album art that you guys have for this? Yeah. I, I mean, that's also, <laughs> we, the, the guy we work with Bjorn, he, he always gets free hands to do whatever he wants to do for the albums. He's done the previous ones also. Uh, and he's not, he's not really a metal guy. He doesn't listen that much to heavy music. Uh, so he, he, he gets like the raw mixes from us and then he just starts dabbling about seeing what he can do with it. And uh, this time he wanted to do this fucked up 3D world and <laughs> we would just go with it. <laughs> but I mean, there there is some sort of thought in that also by like assembling new animals from the pieces of dead animals that sort of could resonate with the themes of the album also. Yeah. Kind of starting anew and all that. Yeah. Picking up the remains and making something new and improved, right. <laughs> I guess. It's a, uh, it's obviously a really cool theme and yeah, the, the album artwork's really cool too. It's like one of those, it's almost like one of those posters from the nineties where if you stare at it long enough, you see a different image or something. <laughs> Yeah, and especially if you have like 3D glasses on, since right, it's right. all shot in 3D. That's uh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, with with the type of songs you guys write, you know, where it's totally plausible for a song to be a, a solid four and a half minutes, or it's also totally possible that the song's 14 minutes long. How do you decide when a song is done? What what where is the line on that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a tricky one. I mean, to, to to an extent, it has to do with the length that you can fit on an album, really. Which you shouldn't go above like 23 minutes per side. And we're not really, um, I mean, the riffs are pretty similar, but we sort of try to work with different energies and like dynamics in the songs. So, for instance, if you Take a song like Dawn of Man, that is the shortest one on the, the shortest real track on the album. And it's, I think it's still 440 or something like that. But we decided that that one had to be just like this short pummeling song that almost has no breathing space. While others are like, yeah, we could use some sort of, um, we could go with a more psychedelic part in this one or trying to calm things down a bit. But with that said, I mean, we usually think that our songs are, oh, this should have been about five minutes. But when, when you look at the recordings, it's like, oh, shit, it's nine. So it's, <laughs> nine. 
we, it's that's really something that we work with to not just be have long songs for the sake of it basically because when you start and you're in the rehearsal space and you're actually playing it and you're getting into the vibe it's really easy to do songs that are outstaying their welcome on an album does that uh when you guys are trying to trim things down is there is it has that ever been a point of contention in the room where there's disagreement on what needs to be trimmed and what needs to stay uh not not really i mean we've been doing this for quite a while and we've got this sort of uh we got a working process that feels pretty good and uh, yeah of course there could be discussions but it's I mean, the the times we argue is always in the mixing phase. When do you decide how loud loud everything is going to be? <laughs> that's that's when we get into the real arguments. But uh, in the, in the writing process, we're pretty. It's pretty smooth, actually. Are you? Is this is this a riff first thing? I guess since you're bringing the riffs and the uh, well, I guess the bass and the uh, the vocals is is he giving you riffs and you're writing to them, or is you? I mean, how where does it, where does a Dom Craft song start? <clears throat> Uh, it usually starts with me or Martin uh, bringing in a riff or an idea to the practice room, and then we just jam on it. And uh, sometimes we get a basic, pretty much the entire song nailed or the foundation of the song nailed in an hour. And sometimes you work with these riffs that you know have something, but you can't really get them to work in the track. And those could like go on for years before you finally uh-huh. figure out how they should be presented. You don't know anything about that, do you, Brian? I do not. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's the regular process for almost any band, I'd say. Yeah, this guy's got riffs sitting around from like 1996 that he still pulls out every now and then. <laughs> um, yeah, they can still be good, though. Yeah, could be. Not for us, but maybe for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys, I mean, I, I think it's, if nothing else, it's easy to classify Domcraft as uh, a doom type band but it it feels like there's a different energy to you guys's music as opposed to typical quote-unquote doom bands i i guess this is the convoluted way of me asking how is that purposeful and how would you describe your sound um yeah i'm not really sure if it's on purpose but I, i think it's given our influences and what we set out to do when we started the band it's sort of I don't think we necessarily didn't want to be pigeonholed by it, but um, I get what I get what you're saying because we have so many different influences. Basically, when we started out, we decided that we just wanted to play like really heavy music and see where that took us, uh, and that coincided with uh, a lot of doom, doom like standard doom bands breaking, uh, making it big. So I think you sort of we we followed that uh, we got sort of uh, I'm really sure how to say this. We became a part of that to, to some extent. Okay. But uh, but I mean we uh, I think we started out thinking that we were going to play really really heavy crowd rock like Can or Noi. But uh, <laughs> and uh, we did some songs that were in that vein. But uh, it sort of took a different turn just naturally when we started adding vocals. Because I think we intend they intended to be uh, instrumental band at first, actually. That'd be cool. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> we still have those tracks, right. a couple of uh, tracks that doesn't have vocals, but uh, most of them seem to work better with vocals these days. So did you just start singing out of necessity then? You were like, who? everyone in the room start singing and whoever sounds the best <laughs> whoever sounds will the win. Best. <laughs> win the job. No, well, I think that if we were to have a singer, it would be me because I've done that in previous bands also. Oh, okay. So there was no real argument. I, I've never heard the other guys sing, actually. I've been playing with them for like, with Martin and me have been playing for on like 25 years plus. And I've never heard him sing. So, it could be a hidden gem there. I don't know. <laughs> There's something for the next album, I guess. Yeah. Uh, how your vocals are pretty unique. Um, is it? I don't know how to ask this. I don't know how to talk to people about vocals. Um, I guess what is your method? How do you get to that sound? Uh, I just yell. <laughs> Actually, just is what it is. No, no, but. I think that the uh, what we knew when we were when we decided to add vocals what that was that we didn't want to have like typical metal vocals and not um, there had to be some sort of like desperation in them. That is so yeah that that fits the sound perfectly. I, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and you sort of get that by just shouting your lungs out, and I it's sort of it's painful uh, because you can't really fake it. I mean, there are techniques and stuff that you could use to sort of not strain your voice that much, but I, I'd say that you can hear when it's faked, really. <laughs> I wouldn't argue that. I, I, no. wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that, and I surely don't get that vibe from you guys. Yeah. No, I don't think we could do that either, because I don't have that technique. I <laughs> never deci I decided not to learn how to do that, <laughs> so I just... <laughs> I just do this and I pay the price afterwards. <laughs> I bet pay there are days where you wish you guys would have stuck with the instrumental thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, when you're playing live, it's it's not that bad because you some sort of you have some sort of like you're getting enhanced by this adrenaline, adrenaline rush. Yeah. But when you're in the studio, I mean, doing it in a studio is usually that's fucking horrible, really. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like hot water and honey. <laughs> that has to be around just to make it through like a couple of songs i can i can fully believe that speaking of playing live i i'm sure that you guys are beyond excited to get out and start playing these damn songs live uh are are there any plans is there anything that has been set up yet or are you guys wait until things clear up quote unquote yeah there's not much much else to do over here actually we're i mean i think the vaccination uh, in the states is far in front of where we are over here so i'm i don't think they say that we will probably get our shots before like july but uh, i seriously doubt it yeah uh and before until we get those i don't think we could even like there's not going to be anything really opening up here in scandinavia and I can't see like the rest of Europe opening up to that big extent either. So we got some uh, we got some festivals that are that were supposed to take place last year, and they were, that were moved to this year for the fall. But I'm not really sure if any of them are gonna actually happen. Man, that is so. A... Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, 
it's not a lot for us to do. I think actually what we're gonna I'm gonna meet up the guys later today and we're gonna start rehearsing the album because we haven't actually not played it for almost well since we recorded it last summer. Wow, wow. We started doing new tracks instead. So uh, we're gonna have to sort of get up to speed with how to play these songs because I think there's gonna be um, we're gonna do some kind of streaming event in yeah. like a month or so. And uh, I I'm not really sure how it will turn out. And if we can't do it good, I'm not really sure that we will do it at all because yeah. it's it's so different to do a streaming thing because you sort of there's an energy in a room that you can't really translate. So I think we're gonna have to sort of substitute that with something else, maybe some kind of I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it, put in a lot of skeleton animals or something. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Clint will fly over there and just jump around in the room. Yeah. And that helps at all. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah the, the whole streaming thing is a, a weird animal. It, it's like the uh, the way that I the the streams that I've seen vary from it looks like just people playing in their practice space to uh, really full on stage produced yeah. fucking uh, probably overproduced type yeah. things. It, it's it's a weird line to walk to figure out where you should be with that. Yeah, I mean, also it's different if you play in a like uh, garage rock band or where whatever, where you move around a lot. You sort of it's it's something to look at. We're just basically three guys who doesn't move around <laughs> that much. We don't look uh, that we're not that much to look at. So I mean, there's we have to add something to make this interesting. Yeah, it's uh well, we'll certainly keep our ears uh, open for it. It's uh, I would love to hear this shit played live. I and I mean, it it seems like from my end of things that there's uh, at least a bit of a buzz about this album. It's a real bummer that you know all the obvious things that are said here that you can't go out and tour for it and all that shit. But yeah, I mean, is there a noticeable buzz for this album on you guys' end as well? I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I mean, we haven't seen any uh, reviews on the album yet, or I think the first single sort of. I got quite a few emails regarding that. That was really positive, and some like DMs and stuff. But it's, I mean, that's for other people to to know. It's much of it doesn't really reach us. We're not super uh, active on like social media. We have to. Be. To some degree, but uh, we're just basically doing the necessary posting. <laughs> uh, so I'm not really sure. I hope so. I hope people will like it, and I hope it will sort of resonate with the listeners. But uh, you never know. Yeah, you never really know. It, it's uh, I mean, the album itself sounds great, and now that I know that the the theme behind it is uh, you know, something a bit more. Uplifting. There you go. I, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, it, it seems like the right time for it. So yeah, I hope it. I hope it comes over as well as it should. Um, outside of that, I, I've I've got to ask, what the hell is going on in Sweden right now? There's there's you guys' amazing new album. There's that new Greenleaf album. There's a new Horndel album. There's I don't know if it's we don't know if it's pronounced Dune or DVNE whatever it is. There's just so much good shit coming out from there here lately. I think the last guys you mentioned are actually British. Are they? The yeah. D the, the Dune are from England, I think. 
Okay, well, three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, Greenleaf. I love Greenleaf, and uh, they actually, the guy who mixed and mastered our album, he did, uh, I think he both recorded and mixed and mastered the Greenleaf album, and he's, as he's done with the previous ones also. Uh, so he's, there's a couple of really skilled guys working with, like, on the production side. There's always been a lot of bands over here for every, like, heavy genre that has ever existed. There's yeah. been a lot of bands from Sweden. That's true. And I think it's, yeah, I think it starts, when I was young, there was no, there were like ABBA. That was the only band that anyone <laughs> had ever heard of from Sweden. And then something happened in like the 80s where you started to see bands pop up. And, and then, of course, the death metal thing that happened, that was pretty big for like underground metal. Uh, since then, I feel it's been a it's been a strong scene here since yeah since like in the mid eighties or something. Yeah, I, we certainly would not disagree with that. Um, what is the what does Domcraft mean, and why is it the band name? It actually means Jack, as you use for like changing tires of a car. That's a Swedish <laughs> word for Jack. <clears throat> but uh, there is also I mean, if you dissect uh, the word, it, it's dom also means like doom or judgment, and craft means power. So it's sort of, it sounds metal in a way, or it sounds it like a heavy band name. Yeah, it does. But it's also, I mean, there's people in Sweden who think it's, it's just like the dumbest name you could ever have. It sounds <laughs> like it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's so heavy it can lift so, your car up, man. Right, this is... Yeah, it is. But it's also, I mean, we always said that when we started. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a little bit silly in Swedish, but it's gonna sound great when pronounced <laughs> in, in English. In Amer- yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fucking mission accomplished there. Um, the uh, I don't know. I guess the last real question I've got here for you before we get onto the stupid shit that we do is uh. I know it's kind of like a bummer to talk about tours and shows and all that stuff now, but it's part of it. So I'm going to ask you, has there ever been a show? A, do you have any good tour stories that you want to talk about? And B, has there ever been a festival or a tour show that you've been booked on where you find yourself thinking, I can't believe we're playing with, and I mean that as in a band that's big to you guys or just, you know, like somebody looked up to somebody or something ridiculous. Like we're, you know, we're playing next to Electro or ABBA. <laughs> uh, I think that as far as tour stories go, there's not that much to sort of put up there. Uh, we we just we don't we're not like we don't raise that much hell when we're out playing. It's basically um. We don't do long tours. It's basically one-offs and festivals and maybe like two or three gigs in a row. We haven't been away for like any full tours. But uh, the other question about if we never, if we sort of pinch ourselves for playing with certain bands, oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, when we started off, uh, just following the release of our first album, we got booked to play Cycle Las Vegas. Uh, and we were among the first bands announced, and it was us, it was Swans, it was Neurosis. Uh, I don't I, I, I don't recall all of that. 
all of the bands that were announced that early, but that was insane to be on the same bill as those bands. And it was King Diamond and the, yeah, that was insane. Yeah. I mean, it's for, for all, all the festivals we play, I think we played the same day or the same, not the same stage necessarily, but the same day as uh, Sleep High on Fire or um, at least three or four times. And that's always really... Hell yeah. <laughs> it, it, it messes with you. And we actually closed one festival in Portugal, uh, I think it was, yeah, 19. Uh, and we were the last band on the entire festival, and we got on stage just after Arm at two in the morning. <laughs> Which was, of course, it felt like, okay, this is this is suicide. <laughs> because that Arm is basically one of my favorite heavy bands, and they were amazing. And we still sort of managed to do a really good show ourselves and kept a good portion of the audience also. So that was really, after that, we sort of actually just looked at each other and sort of smiled. <laughs> We've done it. We can go home now. There's not much else you can do. Yeah. I mean, we're still just this pretty fresh band from Sweden. That's, uh, that's obviously completely fucking crazy levels of awesome, man. Um, yeah. This has been a really interesting conversation with you. We appreciate your time. We are going to take all of the enlightened and smart things that you've said and dumb it down a little bit here for the next couple minutes. Um, so it's going to be two minutes long? <laughs> <laughs> no, we mean we're going to say a bunch of dumb things. We're going to say some dumb things and uh, have you respond to them, I guess, is what it's going to be. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so real quick, we'll, we're going to do a rapid uh, fire, which I'll, I'll give you two options. You just pick whichever one is nearest and dearest to your heart. And Clint will chime in because you can't keep his mouth fucking shut for nothing. So, sure, sure. All right. There's only about 10 of them. So the first one is coffee or tea? Coffee. Toilet paper, under or over? Uh, under. Oh, under. All right. Beatles or Stones? Uh, stones. My guy. Simpsons or Family Guy? Uh, Simpsons. Gummy bears or gummy worms? Uh, gummy bears. <laughs> it sounds better when he says it. Beer or liquor? Ooh, beer. Yeah. Um, in the world of superheroes, Marvel or DC? Marvel. The woods or the ocean? Uh, the ocean. Fall or spring? <sighs> spring. Final one here. Sausage links or sausage patties? Mm, links. All right, all right. I told you we were going to make it stupid. Yep. <laughs> he believes us now. <laughs> all right. And the, that was uh, fine. Link, links was the correct answer, by the way. Uh, I, I personally, yeah. I think patties, but he got enough of the other ones right that I'm not going to bother <laughs> him with it. Um, yeah. The, uh, the last question we've got for you here today, Martin, is uh, a question that nobody's ever heard before, and it's completely new to everybody so prepare yourself for a new idea here <laughs> new idea this is uh you get sent to an island and you only get to take one album with you what album would that be for the rest of your life for the rest of your life yeah. and you want a quick answer right i want <laughs> I, whatever your answer is is the one we want 
Oh, help me. Some people um, take a few minutes to think about it. Some people can answer right off the bat, and we can never predict who's going to do what. Yeah. No, but it kind of it kind of depends on which day I get stranded, basically. <laughs> uh, Oh, that's real. I'd say Authors of Madness by Morbid Angel. Morbid Angel. Yeah. That might be the first time they've been brought up. You're, uh, you're going to have yourself <laughs> plenty of energy on that island. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, it's going to be a strange uh, strange time on that island. It's going to be a strange end of my life with Morbid Angel on the island. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, there you have it. Martin, this has been a lot of fun, man. We really appreciate your time. Uh, again, I... I I fucking love the new album. I can't wait to see people's responses to it. And uh, oh, thank you. I hope you guys get to play this damn thing live sooner than later. And I hope we get to see it. Yeah, bring it on over. Bring it on. Other Cheers, than that, guys, enjoy your Sunday, man. Uh, don't actually hang you up. Too. I forgot to say that earlier. Yeah, don't hang up. But we are going to end the show right about now. Have a good one. Cool. Cheers. Much thanks to Martin Vegland. Something like that. Better you than me to try it. But yes, much thanks and many thanks and all the thanks to him for taking Just some time a with us. Cool, relaxed, laid back conversation, yep. man. It's you never know what you're gonna get with these guys. Nope. Man. Nope. He uh as we were going into this conversation, he's one of the emails from him, I asked him if it was anything besides the album that he specifically wanted to make sure got brought up. And he said he said something to the extent of, Nah, let's just see what happens. <laughs> you know what? I already like this guy. I want to circle back real quick about the recording an album in, in the room. I mean, that just amazes me. That It does. And he made it sound like it's commonplace. Where right. I, uh, not to us. Not to us. <laughs> I don't know That's, if I could do that. I mean, I guess you'd have to be, everyone have to be a lot better than us yes. and any of the people we play with. Uh, just I don't know if they're, they're, I'm sure there's a click in their ear, but the ebb and flow doesn't get off too much to where they can literally just play a song live right. and it be album. Like, Worthy. as he was talking about the whole live stream thing, and that's to the people that we play with who actually hear this, we still love you. Shut yeah. up. Um, th th when he was talking about doing the live stream thing, I'm th I was thinking to myself, like, th that was actually what made me think to say what I ended up saying in response to him, in that I would love to just have a camera in their rehearsal space and right. see them play these fucking songs. See this four-minute song get drug out to nine minutes or whatever in the way that they kind of wanted to do it to start with. Or, yeah, I don't think, you know, I, I kind of disagree with him. I don't think he'd just put a mic or put a camera on those guys and just let the music, you know, I don't think they would need an extra. Yeah. He feels like he needs an extra um, component to make it interesting. I think the music itself. Yeah. Maybe enough. flash up that 3D fucking image every here and there. <laughs> right. Bring your 3D glasses for yeah, this one. There you go. It's, uh, anyways, um, yeah, really cool. Uh, all the thanks to him for talking with us. And uh, just to further prove how good the album is, we are going to play their song, Dawn of Man, for you now. He mentioned it there. We, we Actually, we're not gonna, I'm not going to play it until we close the show, so we're not talking over it. So it's not playing yet. Because we're ending the show now. Right. And the song will start at the end of the show. So after the outro? What? Yes, at the end of the show. Okay. Normally, it's, you're talking over the song, but we're playing a different song, so we're going to put it at, at the end of the show. So we're not talking over the song. In full. Yes, in full. In full. In full. Okay. Yes. I still don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to take your word for it. We're going with, whenever we get to the damn thing, we're going with Dawn of Man because it's the shorter of the two singles. Uh, he mentioned it there where it's like 440, whereas Seeds, the song that was played in the intro, is like nine minutes long. Yeah. And 
yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like fucking nine minutes when I listen to it at work. It it it's I really enjoy this album and I'm looking forward to seeing what the response for it will be. Because I think it should be good. Yeah. And we're on social media. We're on all the social medias, as long as all of the social medias are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find us, follow us, like us, interact with us. Um, I almost said something that I wouldn't want to say there, so I didn't say it. Good wow. job. Good job out of me. Uh, thanks to, you know, consistently thanks to the dudes at Brimminghorn for being the coolest. And, uh, you know, use the epitome code if you want to get some mead from them. It is delicious. You should drink it. Uh, if you are listening on iTunes, give us a review. If you don't, fuck you. I'm just kidding. Uh, is there anything else to say, Brian? Bye. Bye.